You want to know what's been really on my mind heavy the last couple days? What? Sit on it. I know. I was just singing that. I want to sit on it. I want to. That's how Jasmine was running the whole song. How you do that, girl? Mm, Listen, that's not runs that I even want to attempt, Childy. (laughs) I'm going to need some voice lessons. Okay. All I'm saying is that this is a master class about giving your pearl to somebody who deserve it. Amen. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. This is the kind of energy... Yeah, this is the kind of energy we're bringing into 2021. Welcome to Emotionally Unavailable, a wine-influenced, uncensored podcast where you're free to be you and I'm free to be me. Emotionally. These are our own and do not reflect those of our employers. Things said on this podcast are subject to change based on new and relevant information. You know what that's called? Growth. Hit me with your eyes. Welcome to another episode of Emotionally Unavailable. Happy 2021. It's your girl, Neek, a.k.a. Mimosa Mommy. And T, a.k.a. Sustainability Shorty. And we are back at you with another episode. This is episode 11. And child, 2021 is showing her whole ass already. (laughs) I love that picture, that meme of um, the Joker and it and how the Joker is 2020 showing 2021 who is it around. I feel like that's an accurate depiction because this bitch came in in a blaze of glory. Okay. 2021 said, hold my beer. (laughs) Everybody was so excited and had all this energy as if a magic wand at the stroke of midnight was going to make all of our problems go away. Like the global pandemic was going to go away. Like all of these people who are out of work would go away. Like Trump would go (laughs) away. Like all this shit was just not going to be a problem. And it's okay. I get it. Escapism is a thing. We'll talk about it in, in further episodes with a therapist, but like for real, like I didn't think that, 2021 was gonna bust in the door like this this and so before we even dive into this episode we letting you know right now the only thing we discuss in this episode is politics because that's the only thing for real for real that's been on our minds and then we kind of need to talk through some of this crap that happened on Wednesday and for me it's the fact that Wednesday there was a failed coup <laughs> and then Thursday we was just all pretending like that didn't happen. <laughs> Girl, like we was just supposed to show up to work like shit ain't hit the fan. I don't understand because it. Capitalism says, oh, even though it's a whole coup and you're watching it via social media and on CNN live coming to you live from the Capitol building <laughs> in DC that is supposed to be heavily secured. Um, it is perfectly fine for you to get on this Zoom call and have this conversation. I know, like, it was several people who did not even know what was happening. And I texted mm-hmm. them, um, basically just like, hey, um, 
not sure if you know, but rioters have taken over the Capitol building in D.C. And a couple of my friends were like, huh? What? Girl. What? It just <laughs> randomly popped. I just happened to have the news on and they started talking about it. And I was like, you said what? They're doing what? Where? Are you kidding? It's ridiculous. The scope of my work is a little different. So how I found out and what I had to do and what I had to deal with was a lot different. And I'm not going to go into that because boundaries, but it Wednesday was tough. It was tough mm-hmm. because you're watching this unfold and you're having to support people um, and do things that are directly related to what's going on in the world. But also like to watch the audacity and the privilege in full scale and glory on TV when I when we all know just six months ago, if that, not even six months ago, a couple of months ago, hell June, they deployed black hawks on protesters in DC just to clear out the area so Trump could go and have a, a photo op moment. Like what? <laughs> so before we even dive into the topic, I first want to say that what I'm going to say and what we are discussing are my views and my views alone. They are not the views of my employer. For those who don't know where I work, you don't need to, but I'm just putting that disclaimer out there just in case one of y'all crazies or weirdos look me up and see where I work or what I do and want to do some weird fugazi shit. So I'm just putting that out there. And with that being said, we're going to go into our Just the Sip, which is Politrix this episode. Here we go. So we have the 2020 elections and... The liberals thought that that meant that everything was going to be peaches and cream, right? Mm-hmm. Peaches and cream. You know what I love ice cream. <laughs> Girl, was- however, however, Trump is not going to have it. He said, not on my watch. Okay. Ayana voice. Ayana slap. <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> we will this not have it. Refuses to concede refuses mm-hmm. to say that he will give up the election matter of fact making calls to georgia talking about some oh i need about limb down vote he said find the votes i know you have them just find them like is there I a said, fine- um, sir sir like there's a find my votes app like your iPhone. sir sir this is a wendy's that's not how this works that's not how any of this works so after 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 that bullshit right (laughs) groups started popping up all over social media spreading all types of conspiracy theories about how the election was being stolen all of these theories about um trucks filled with ballots were dropped off in the middle of the night and that's how this county ended up jumping and i'm like that's not how trump skipped his whole politics class his whole u.s history class he just skipped it he don't know how voting works he doesn't understand how our political system functions Mm -mm, mm -mm. like these are projections so 
when they say, oh, you're up 10 points, and but it'll, it'll only say t- 2% reporting. That's only 2% of the fucking state, which means it can completely change, which is why a lot of people do not watch election coverage. A lot of people just decide they want to, you know, wait until the next day or till mm-hmm. later on that night, right? Um, especially in battleground states like North Carolina and now Georgia. Mm-hmm. So these groups popped up um, and the movement gained traction and they gave it the name Stop the Steal. So once they mobilized, I think within a few few days, um, the group was disbanded on one app and then they moved over to an app called Parlor, which is apparently like a white supremacist playground i've never heard of the app i'm not white i'm not a supremacist <laughs> so therefore I, <laughs> my first time hearing about this app was through this entire process of like what's going on so they these people i'm gonna call them bozos for the remainder of the episode because i do not believe they are protesters and honestly mm, definitely not like rioters just doesn't sound harsh enough for me and the things that I would want to say I'm not going to say because y'all not gonna counsel me in the year of 2021 so bozos these bozos believe that they were the people ordained by God to uphold the democratic process and that process was Trump serving another four years in office they were doing God's work that's what a lot of the bozos that were caught on camera and interviewed by various news outlets were saying to people so they began their grassroots efforts i don't even want to call it that because grassroots efforts is like a good thing they began a bullshit back in november december um They organized an event for January 6th. And for those who don't know why this happened on Wednesday, after, you know, someone is elected into the office of president of the United States, Congress still has to certify the election results. So January 6th was the event. And that was the date that Congress was scheduled to convene to certify the election results. This actually occurred while they were in the middle of accepting and or rejecting certain states, um, results, um, on the floor, they got to Arizona and Ted Cruz and another Senator that I cannot remember, um, objected against, accepting Arizona's electoral college votes um, as they were. So what happens during that process is then they reconvene um, and give about about two hours um, for people to debate and figure out what they're going to do. In the process of this happening, President Trump had a rally um, and during that rally, he was mobilizing his people and his crazy bozos by saying, um, go down there and march and tell the good old people in Congress, um, you know, to get it right or some shit like that. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. Um, But there were videos of people mobilizing before because I saw a video. And it was, this guy said verbatim, the revolution is coming to Washington. We will be bringing the light to Washington. They really did believe that they were protectors of democracy and a force for good. And that's the crazy part about all of this shit. 
Right. This is how cults begin, people. Like, we are watching. <laughs> Bro. Like, the beginnings of some bullshit. Like, this is crazy. So, getting back to Wednesday, around 1.30 to 2.30 p.m., that's when the bozos begin their foolishness and getting really rowdy. They were already in the Capitol, but that's when they started like marching towards the Capitol building in real time. Um, a couple of reporters on some um, mediums that I was listening to said that they could overhear um, individuals asking, do you think the, do you think the windows in the Capitol building are reinforced? Do you think we can get in by hitting it with bats? And so a lot of the um, reporters that were on the ground were terrified and were contacting like federal agencies and people that they knew on the ground to try to get people there and mobilized because they saw and could hear that this was going to begin the precipice. That is what it turned into. So, Mm -hmm. The vice Uh president is responsible for this entire process. And I guess Trump thought he would side with him instead of just doing his job (laughs) like people are supposed to do. So Pence actually decided to do his job on Wednesday. And he was, of course, presiding over the certification of the election results. Trump was pissed off about it. And he tweeted, uh, he put out a tweet about his displeasure and then minutes later the bozos were heard yelling throughout the capital and everywhere else where is pence fine pence and in real time using this parlor app and saying all types of things and and posting videos of themselves and mobilizing using using this app to mobilize while they were on the ground in the capital finally they stormed the capitol building They occupied the building, sat on the House floor, took pictures in Nancy Pelosi's office, who is the Speaker of the House. Um, And then they occupied all of the spaces, stole mail. Um, What else did I I see? Somebody stole a stand. I'm guessing it's one of the podiums that maybe Mm -hmm. the the House Speaker speaks on. I mean, it was crazy. And this whole time, Capitol Police is requesting for help. For those who don't know, Capitol Police, their job is to protect the Capitol building and its inhabitants. They're not your typical police force, in my opinion. Are they armed? They are armed, but from what it was explained to me is that Capitol Police is pretty much like... Yes, they can. They yes, they they have to take necessary qualifications in their shooters, but nothing happens in the Capitol building like that because people don't come to the Capitol building like that, and they don't come on some bullshit. So these people are essentially like not uh, not mall security, but let's say you work for a billion dollar consulting firm and you know how some of the lobby people in the lobby have private security and they're very Mm. very like thorough i would equate that to capital police right so here's the issue capital police was requesting for help congress was requesting for help they were completely overran they uh, of course they got you know congressional members out of the capitol and evacuated the Capitol with gas masks. DC, um, the DC mayor issued a 6 p.m. curfew. 
she also requested National Guard presence back on December 30th, 31st, and it was ignored. They gave her Mm -hmm. like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of the National Guard troops that she requested. And because D.C. is not a state, there's no governor that could just deploy to Mm -hmm. the district. We know this. While all of this happened, the government agencies played hot potato regarding jurisdiction. So she reached out to the secretary of the Army. The Army said, oh, no, this is a... Department of Justice issued. They have jurisdiction. Mm. You need to go over to them. She it reached out to the, the run department. Around. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. And the Pentagon eventually was just like, we don't, we don't know. know, sis. Sorry. We don't know. So, uh, so New York ended up deploying their National Guard. Virginia, mm. the governor signed to, to deploy National Guard to D.C. to help. Maryland, that governor deployed the National Guard to support. This Which is just crazy. goes to show, like, why does it take all of these different states to do the job that's supposed to be the the center of America, the capital's job, the cap- capital, like DC, it's right there, it's right there. Why? And and the president was in the Oval tweeting while this right. was happening. Bullshit. And there were two tweets that he put up that Twitter immediately snatched down because because like literally people felt like he was instigating this entire thing mm-hmm. from his ivory tower in the white house so because it's easy in addition, for him to do so exactly and in addition to this they also found a pipe bomb near the rnc headquarters alleyway which mm-hmm. i was talking to someone who actually lives right beside the rnc headquarters like his trash is in the same alleyway as that alleyway where the pipe bomb was found and he was chilling in his house he actually works on the hill. Ironically, he was chilling in his house, and then and then Metro Police just starts banging on his door and was like, "You need to get the fuck out of here! You need to oh, get the no. fuck out of here! There's a bomb in the alleyway!" And he's just like, "What?" He's working from home, mind his business. He was like, okay. Well, I just go into work. I work on the hill, and then dude was like, "Have you not been watching the news? Right. Like the hill's been occupied." So he's just sitting there looking like, "All right." Mm-mm. That was the craziest foolishness that I heard. And I was like, yo, please That's make stressful. sure. <laughs> Ivanka Trump posted a tweet in the middle of all of this. And she referred to these bozos as patriots, but then took it down. at Because she did this at the very beginning when they took over. When they were in the <sighs> beginning stages of taking over. She didn't realize what it was going to be, what it was going to turn into. So... Mm-hmm. This is a lot. I know I'm saying a lot, but I know there's so many things that have happened that people don't necessarily know because of the main the main thing is that they had the audacity to take over and they actually did. Right. Um I believe there were five deaths. One mm-hmm. was a Capitol Hill police officer. And I'll talk about that. And the the next little chunk of section that we have where we'll go over the law enforcement piece of it. Four other were actual bozos. Um, I'm not doing that whole where we give reverence to the dead because these people were domestic terrorists and committed an act of treason. Since, you know, some of y'all are so political and so, you know, country first treason should be something that you should be upset about 
because that's what this is. Right. This, this was a coup. It was a failed attempt at a coup, but a coup is still a coup is still a coup, right? So this is crazy. The lady's name, I think it was like Ashley or something. Mm-hmm. She got shot in the neck and eventually passed away. She was trying to get into the Capitol building via a window and Capitol police were yelling and yelling and yelling at her to stop telling her to stop. She didn't care because she's a white woman. Hear me roar, hear my privilege. And she ended up getting shot. They put in the dirt and everybody was smoking Ashley loud packs that night. So mm. um, the white people that were involved in this foolishness, decided to repurpose say her name and say she tried police brutality which pissed me off because i thought y'all were back to blue so which Mm. one is it is it back to blue when they're not shooting black and brown or or what okay so we get to thursday night and trump condemns the rioters denounced them and said this does like you are going against what our country is for. I'm paraphrasing again. If you this is not CNN, if you want what he said, Google it. Um, but he didn't acknowledge his role in this crap, which I didn't expect, right? I did not expect this right. because we told y'all years ago that there were going to be ramifications to having the leader of the free world unhinged on social media. We told y'all years ago about his about his emerging um, base that were very, I don't know, it's giving anti-Semitic, it's giving um, white nationalist, it's giving xenophobic, it's giving racism. It it it, it's like literally it, it that's what it's giving, and we have been telling you this for years. Kamala Harris the incoming vice president of the United States said in a debate when she was running for president, she urged that we solve the problem of Trump and Twitter and that Twitter disable or banned his account because it was getting reckless back then. And he y'all started world war three over some bullshit over some bullshit. And y'all's favorite little white woman, Elizabeth Warren chuckled and laughed while Kamala was making this making this appeal so I want y'all to remember that when Elizabeth Warren comes to Jesus and decides that she wants to run again I want y'all to remember Mm -hmm. that because here's a black woman telling you guys that this is going to happen and the camera zoomed in on Elizabeth Warren and she chuckles and laughs Y'all think this is a joke and people who are within the groups that are most marginalized, the ones that are most underserved, the ones that are least listened to consistently tell y'all what's up, consistently tell y'all what's good and nobody wants to listen to them. Nobody wants to listen to us. We told y'all that his rhetoric was dangerous from jump, from when this nigga decided that he wanted to run. And you you thought that it was okay to just brush it off. And now we have people storming the Capitol, putting people's lives in danger. Like that video of the officer that passed away 
they hit this man in the head with a fire extinguisher. Nobody deserves that. I'm going to be real with you. Like nobody deserves that. And his neighbors were even saying he had so much anxiety about going into work that day. That is so sad. One of his neighbors said he he had so much anxiety and he he shared with her he he felt like he wasn't going to make it home that day. That's what I'm saying. Like I think this is crazy. There's one there's one video of a black guy who was a Capitol police officer and he's just like begging begging these these Trump people to stop coming towards him. And running from them at the same time. And I was just like, bruh, we are watching this shit on live TV. Not to mention, who is the camera person that's behind recording this shit? <laughs> like, what? That part. Sir, that cameraman was running faster than the cameraman on Mari when somebody tells you know, the person that they not the father, like these can't <laughs> like, I have so many questions about this entire thing. This is crazy. This is asinine. So in the middle of all of this, after the 6 PM curfew, and they were able to clear out the Capitol, Congress decided that they were going to come back. They were going to begin the process again or resume the process. And they certified the vote and around 3 AM ish, they confirm that Joseph Biden will become the 46th president of these the, the of the United States. They did. They also decided that around 16 about around uh 6200 National Guard troops are going to arrive into DC today and remain in the capital until January 20th. Mm. So now DC is going to have a heavy military presence. In the midst of a global pandemic and a, and a financial recession. And the reason I'm pointing this out is because you have a, a very high homeless population that lives on the street. Yeah, it's I'm about to be out. hell. That's why I'm pointing it out. Y'all's president got suspended from Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snap, Twitch, Shopify, a Partridge and a Pear Tree, Forever 21, and KFC. <laughs> um, his email provider removed his service so he cannot connect with his supporters through his email. Mm. Michael Flynn and Sidney Powell, for those who don't know who Sidney Powell is, that's the Trump's uh, former uh, lawyer. She was suspended from Twitter. Steve Bannon, which is another Trump ally who <laughs> produces some disgusting rhetoric. He is awful. He was removed from YouTube. Parlor, the app that they were using to kiki and mobilize and do all this bullshit, that was removed from both the Google Play and the Apple App Store, so it's no longer accessible um, on Android and Apple devices. But I don't know if that means it could still be accessed um, online because I don't know if it's strictly app or if it has an online component. I'm not going to look for that app. It just reeks of, um, I don't know, it's giving... White supremacy. Yeah, it's giving white supremacy, and that makes me itch. Um, yeah. So Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, those who don't know who they are, welcome to 2021. Please read a book. But also Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House, Chuck Schumer is currently the minority um, leader of the Senate. 
but will become the majority leader on January 20th when the Democrats take over. Um, Chuck and Nancy call for Trump to be removed from office and to evoke the 25th Amendment of the Constitution. If that does not occur, they have made it clear that they will move forward with impeachment. Mm-hmm. Like, and that cabinet. means that Trump won't get uh, secret services. He won't get his pension or whatever the presidents get when they leave office. And he won't be able to run again. Yeah, he also won't get the travel stipend that they get because they have to have like even after they have to have like a certain amount of security and and providing security into their homes and all this other crap. And he also won't be able to run again. Um, and I think I think he can't be part like if he were to be pardoned, that pardon would go away. Some or something mm-hmm. like that. I was, I yeah. Was which he was talking about he wanted to pardon himself before he leave office. So exactly. they need to get to getting. They need to go ahead and get to getting and impeach him. Um, because this is if a coup is not an impeachable offense, we just need to need to just chuck it up and be done already. <laughs> Eight members of his cabinet have resigned. Um, don't really care because y'all was with him shooting in the gym when he said two people when the looting start to shoot and start and Y'all have seen him dog whistle to his base several times and mobilize them to do the most disgusting things. But when it was towards black and brown people, you didn't care. But when it impacted you, your livelihood, your comfortability and your privilege, Mm. all of a sudden you feel away. So I don't really care, especially because like a lot of y'all are in these positions, not even because you're qualified or that you're good people who would or would or even thought to do great work like betsy devos girl bye bye <laughs> like girl you could have left the first year in all honesty because you don't cause people leave. a lot of pain girl bye and so remember i mentioned sydney powell earlier um and that she was trump's former lawyer well, since November, December, she has been openly claiming to anyone who will, who, who will listen that the elections company Dominion Voting Systems rigged the 2020 election and that they were tied to someone named Hugo Chavez, which was like a, a huge deal. All of it was proven not to be true. So in turn, Dominion Voting Systems is now suing her for $1 billion. Hmm. Oh, sis. So I just want to put that out there because so much happened that that article went out and I think it got swept under the rug and a lot of people didn't see that. So I just wanted to call that out because, yeah, what's going to happen is everybody around him is going to start feeling pressure from other people and they're all going to turn on him. Absolutely. He needs to be indicted. Absolutely. (laughs) And here's the thing, that whole Jeffrey Epstein thing didn't get Trump out of here. Literally did not. <laughs> and he was he was besties with Jeffrey Epstein at this point. For years. For years. So, okay. So that's everything that has happened. So now we're going to go into the law enforcement piece. And then we're going to just unpack how we feeling about all this bullshit. 
So, as I mentioned, Officer Brian D. Sicknick, he passed away Thursday night um, after he sustained injuries during the line of duty. So, he was injured, engaging with the rioters, and then after everything calmed down, he returned to his division headquarters and then collapsed and was rushed to the emergency room immediately, and he ended up succumbing to those injuries. But there were videos that went viral of the riders bashing him in the head and you could hear him. And I just, I was like, these are the same people that went off for Black Lives Matter and us saying defund the police. They were like, no, back the blue, back the blue. And then they literally killed this man. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, on camera. Like, it's on camera. So, I often was thinking about... I remember in the earlier segment, I mentioned something about the black police officers. I was like, I wonder what it was like to be a black police officer, right? And your job is to protect the Capitol building. And I was talking to, you know, I have a lot of... Unfortunately, I have a lot of people in my family related to law enforcement in the district. So I just was asking around, like, why would somebody even take this job? And the consensus that I got was to be a Capitol Police officer, it has the least amount of interaction with the public. Mm-hmm. So it has the least amount of chance that you that you'll be involved in some some mess that will end up killing somebody essentially like it's like i don't want to call it the mall cops of police officers but but like get what i'm saying here just walk with me here so basically and we're gonna link the article in the show notes so y'all can read it but it's very telling one of the officers didn't even learn that the mob was descending on the capitol until a friend of his sent him an Instagram screenshot. Mm-mm. Where are his superiors? They don't ca- they don't care. So the upper management told them that they should pre- prepare for the storming like they would prepare for any other protest. But the officers claimed that they found themselves fighting off way more people and and just Basically, these bozos were organized. Yeah. They knew exactly where these where these offices were. If you've ever been on the hill, and I'm trying to, you know, not show my privilege. If you've ever been on the hill, you know, you it is hard to find some of these offices. Right. And these people walked in the building and went straight to these offices. Straight to them. And this is why this man needs to be indicted because these niggas damn near had blueprints walking into the Capitol like the way that they did. Exactly. So here's the other thing, right? So they are also alleging that the department chief and upper management left them unprepared and were nowhere to be found that day. Here's an example. Hmm. They gave the officers gas masks, but their management didn't even tell them to bring them in when they were going <laughs> into buildings and, and, and like they didn't like, yeah, 
And not once during this entire issue, right, did either one of those black police officers um, for the Capitol hear the chief or the deputy chief on the radio, like on the (laughs) police scanner radio. Not once did they, and so it's supposed to be all men on deck, all people on deck, if you want to be gender inclusive. And they did not hear not they didn't hear from their leader not once, not once. Cause they was out there with them. Can't hear from your leader if your leader on the other side with with a bat talking about stop the steal. Right. That's all I'm saying. So we Ooh, know that, that's a mess. huh? That's a mess. Exactly. We know that they also was at Lindsey Graham's neck in the airport when he was trying to get back to South Carolina, which I thought was wild. Like, oh, y'all out here, like, <laughs> I don't Lee give a fuck. City. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Let me make that very clear. Fuck Lindsey Graham. Okay, the long way. But I'm like, y'all out here in a airport harassing this man, y'all will go to jail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's also videos going around of a couple of supporters who, I guess, they were ID'd and they were put on a no-fly list. Yes. And so this guy's crying and was like, they're calling me a terrorist and they're going to ruin my life. Okay, but what about the life? What about the life of Brian Signick? Brian Signick just wanted to go home to his family, bro. And I'm not even, I'm not even no back to blue type of person. Like I, because I understand Capitol Police a little bit more now from the conversations that I've had, like it's pretty quiet. Now they do make mistakes because there was an instance where they ended up murdering a black woman who was having a medical um, crisis and she drove too close to the Capitol building Mm -hmm. and they shot her. And her baby was in the car with her. So they are not perfect. That's what I'm saying. They're very flawed and they are just like any other police entity that does we do not need to put so much funding into the police, in my in my opinion. Especially when in on that same in that same capital, you got hella people sleeping under the street and sleeping under bridges and have nowhere to go. But you have all of this money to secure a literal domestic terrorists i want to get your take how you feeling about this what do you think about impeachment do you think it's actually gonna happen girl i'm so (laughs) i'm so torn because we've seen what happens when the dems feel like they want to take action they impeach this they impeached him and did nothing change And there could have been so much more that was done the first time around. So I'm sitting here like I'm not going to get my hopes up about them impeaching him because what is actually going to change? Are you actually going to take him out of office? Are you actually going to hold his feet to the fire and make sure that he answers to all of the things that he's incited over more than four years at this point? Like he has put our country through so much already when we were already at a very crazy time (laughs) and now we're dealing with so much more than that because of him and his quote unquote leadership. And I feel like 
regardless of whether they impeach him or not, like what is actually going to change with this new leadership? Like, how are we how are we going to move forward from this? What is what are Biden and Harris actually going to do to make sure that we don't go through this again? What are we going to do to make sure that this army that Trump has built up and continues to build up that, you know, that their voices aren't heard anymore? Honestly, like I'm for censorship of them, to be honest, I don't. I don't care that they took away, that they kicked him off of Twitter and Facebook and Snapchat and all of them, you know, social media sites. To me, we don't need that rhetoric in the United States. We have so much to deal with already. We do not need more of that. And so for me, you can censor the fuck out of him. I don't really care. But my thing is the people who are coming into office, what are y'all going to do? To me, um, a second Patriot Act or a, har- a harsher Patriot Act is not the answer. Biden going in on making sure that domestic terrorism is taken care of, that's not necessarily the answer. And I don't necessarily think he has the tools to be able to address that adequately because it's going to fall down on marginalized people once again. It's going to fall down on brown and black people once again. Unless we actually address what's happening within our country and why we're coming to a hilt, a hilt for all of these different um, all of these different groups rising in hatred, you know? Yeah. So these are some things that I'm thinking about that come from this. Number one, fuck y'all idiots because when you sign up for a social media account, any account, you agree to a term of service that term of service includes adhering to what is called community guidelines and that's across every social media app a lot of you click through it some of you don't read it i read everything because i need to make sure you're not slipping nothing in there crazy Mm -hmm. i need to understand what access i give you i need to understand like what how you're retaining data what is that policy that's just that part so if you are seen to have a habit or proclivity to I'm sounding like T.I. again. If you keep fucking (laughs) violating (laughs) those standards or guidelines, right? You are violating the terms of service. Therefore, that company can enact whatever guidelines, policy or procedure that they have in play because you are wrong censorship is not so terrible in my opinion and i'm gonna tell you why because you cannot incite violence or a riot or a coup via social media bro you cannot (laughs) you cannot like you you cannot now they now can you put up a post and condemn you can put up a screenshot of whatever he posts and condemn it that's different because you're condemning what is being done and that and that's that's different but you cannot incite violence or riot via social media bro like that that what like is this who we are as people well actually it is clearly because we're talking about a coup Child. I just here's my thing 
if you don't want to be censored you think that the man thinks about censoring you because you have this wild theory about covid or whatever and 5g towers 5g towers and dr cb's smoothies and (laughs) it keeps getting taken down like and you're mad ask yourself should i just read a book instead like why is social media at the epicenter of so many of y'all's life what are y'all doing outside of social media i understand we in a in a pandemic and it's a whole pond to replay outside in austin it's a blizzard and some of y'all not really in a space to do the other things that distract you so maybe you're on social media heavy but some of the stuff that y'all say we didn't ask for nor do we care and every single time i'm on my timeline on twitter or wherever i often ask myself like now why am i in it like how do we like why do i have to see this like why do we... <laughs> like we do not care you are not that important carrie hilson like you need to tread lightly before you find, find more beyonce albums to throw at you because i am <sighs> she's killing me and all this stuff about the vaccine i really need y'all to find somebody who is a scientist scientist a licensed studied researched scientist not dr cb and not a dream that Dr. C be planted in your brain because and not Dr. Umar and not your homie who lives mm-hmm. next to the CDC and so he's not been hearing cousin, some things. Not your cousin that work at the CDC as a janitor that overheard two doctors on the left wing say, "Like we don't have time for this. We don't ask a medical professional who went to." medical school and did residency and is board certified that is not i don't know like i don't even know i lost my train of thought but i'm saying all this to say epidemiologist scientist biomedical researcher um hello md family medical medical doctor nurse you cannot vibrate your way out of this panty you can't do it you can't do it. I'm you, sorry. I know, I know you want to align your chakras, but baby, your chakras is not going to get you up out this pan. This panorama. Yes. Your chakras is not going to get you out of this panoramic. Even the ancestors understood the difference between our reality and other world, otherworldly. What's the word? other worlds entities they understood the difference between living in reality and having to adhere to what we all define as a social construct like they knew what they had to do to fight it and they knew what they had to do to make sure they survived well unless you want to end up on the ancestral plane I suggest <laughs> which there's no guarantee that you will because if you're not a good ancestor while you live in it's guaranteed that you're not gonna be one when you're not living I'm imagine, sorry imagine you get to the to the gates and they be like 
I'm sorry, you you can't come in because you posted about 5G. And that's not true. <laughs> and as a result, little Timmy didn't listen. And little Timmy ended up canceling a medical appointment um, because you reposted this article that wasn't true. Um, and little Timmy died. And that wasn't in my plan. But I couldn't interfere because I wasn't the, the agent angel on duty that day. So, I'm dead. <laughs> You gotta go. So now, you, so now you're looking up at everybody, pissed because you hot and it's hot in here. No Nelly. So no bust it. No bust it. No Nelly. You know, no thugs mansion up in the sky. You like, like you looking up at us, mad because now, like, now you you can't even go to sleep because you you gotta go to sleep one eye open because you getting haunted by all of your. All of your um, text message from X's past Mm-mm. and whatever your biggest fears are. I like that's what I envision happens in hell. Bro, even before that, it's just like I get it. Like, do y'all handle your own business, do what you got to do for yourself, but don't impose that on other people because you think that this doctor who didn't really do his research and his study and his readings is right. Or correct. Just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are people out here we've seen from 2020 alone, but even before that, we've seen the way that false information impacts people, you know, makes them more susceptible to death (laughs) at a certain point. So that reminds me of a story from the chit chat app there's this very popular like wellness girl not really wellness more like tarot reading i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. say her name but she was in a she was in the chit chat room on stage and this this young black woman got on the stage and was asking about fibroids because she had a surgery schedule to get them removed she was having some issues and it was really impacting her life and this lady told her to drink this magical tea set her intentions and align her chakras because her root chakra wasn't aligned and that's why she was having these fibroid issues so then this lady went and canceled her surgery her scheduled surgery oh lord listening to this broad so when I say that y'all gonna be looking up at us pissed off when we when we big chilling because that is not okay. Misinformation has a consequence. Dire consequences sometimes. Y'all messing with people's lives, literal lives. And I know we can say, well, why would she be um susceptible? to listening to people on the internet that she doesn't know there's a whole conversation a more a more important deep conversation that we need to have with a psychiatrist around the social media phenomenon and how people are are more susceptible to groupthink on social media right Mm -hmm. And, and what's viral and who's verified a lot of people equate a verification check mark to subject matter expert and that's not true 
at we all. We know that's not true. Jesus. But there's a lot of people who, who don't understand that that's not true. Stop going to Tyrese Gibson for relationship advice when he getting a divorce. Like there are so many examples <laughs> that I have that I'm not going to say because I'm going to hurt some feelings, but y'all really need to pick up your feelings. Like our good sis Jasmine said and get your shit together, bitch, mm. because this is not it. This is not it. So I don't think that he's going to get impeached. Not at all. I think black and brown people are going to suffer as a result of DC being heavily, um, guarded by military right now. I'm going to keep yeah. it a buck, keep it a hundo. I believe that that lady Ashley, um, who died, I think that they're going to use her as a martyr. They already try to repurpose, say her name, and they talking about police brutality, white Girl. people. So this is some bullshit and this is going to take years of processing for me that I watched a coup on live TV in 2021. Right. And then got up and went to work the next day. Like it was nothing. Like nothing ever happened. And they keep expecting us to do that. I'm over it. I'm over it. Like, it's a lot to process. I'm I was already emotionally exhausted from 2020, right? We still have this pandemic. And also like Dr. Fauci tried to tell y'all and tell y'all why y'all need to chill out, the virus is mutated. Yeah. Hospitals are back to high capacity, critical capacity, no capacity. And now they're saying that there could have been a potential coronavirus outbreak in the middle of all of this because a bunch yep, of a whole bunch of people was infected. Lawmakers did not wear masks. There's a video of a representative trying to give her colleagues masks. She's a Democrat. She was trying to give the Republicans masks and they laughed in her face. She they refused them. And they laughed in her face. And it's just something. And you can tell me if I am projecting, but it's something about me seeing white people laugh in the face of black people that just bothers me. Like it oh, evokes. It, it makes my blood boil. An emotion in me that takes a lot of counting and a lot of woosahs to get back to normal state because like what over a mask bro like well it's laughing in my face when I'm trying to when I'm doing or when she's doing what black people consistently do which is look out for other people right because they because a lot of people don't understand that when we win everyone wins because like how hard is it to understand white, that white supremacy functions to where when they win they win and everyone suffers so they don't understand that when we win everyone wins and georgia taught us that so we i woke up ex- excited about the fact that georgia turned out turned the vote and elected warnock and Ossoff to the senate mm-hmm. a black man elected to the senate the first out of Georgia. The first, the first 
first out of Georgia, and I think the the first from the South in a long time since Reconstruction. Right. So a Jewish man from the South, the Bible Belt Christian Bible thumping South, mm-hmm. young in his thirties, elected the youngest, yeah, to Senate. That was huge. Y'all got two of the most corrupt senators out of here. Did you know that Loeffler, uh, if I say her name wrong, I do not care. Did you know that she had stock in body bags at the very beginning of the pandemic? That's what she bought stock in. I read that as well. So every single, and I read that from CNN, a reputable news source, not whatever the fuck bum fuck (laughs) y'all, y'all. Like, I know I'm saying a the lot. The greed but is real. Every the time greed somebody is dies, so she evident. Profit. So she's literally profiting off the death of y'all loved ones. That's sick. It's so morbid. It's so morbid. And she's going to be right with Ashley at the end of her time when, when it's up, looking up at us mad because cause she down there. And I'm telling you, I've always envisioned hell as a room where they have a, a, it's all white walls, nothing, like literally nothing in there. And they literally just, just have a, a rollout TV and they replay all of your worst moments on a loop mm. over and Yikes. over and over and over again. That's, that's how I have always described hell, hell, like in Bible study and in my upbringing, when they're like, what, what, what do you think hell is like? And that is how I've always, always described it. Body bag? Girl. Girl. And you thought that was okay. So now, you know, a lot of people don't know that she's a co- she's the co-owner of the Atlanta Dream. So now, um, because she ran such a racist and divisive campaign. Disgusting campaign. Disgusting. Um, my people down in Georgia explained some of the um, ads because, of course, I didn't mm-hmm. see a lot of them being in Texas. And they're they're trying to get that team up out of her up out of her little portfolio child because they're like yep. LeBron James is like who we need to get together coalition to buy 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 her okay. out okay pull some money together at this point exactly but it's like Wednesday for me represented the America I know and you want to know what's so funny because. People love to say, this is who we are. This is exactly who we are. And Wednesday proved that because America has always been a two-faced bitch. I don't know if I would even go as far to say it's two-faced. America will show you what it is from jump. But people love to candy coat it or wear their rose-colored glasses because it's more convenient. Mhm. Mhm. It's more convenient. And once again, all of these things are being revealed in ways and people don't have the distractions of their lives to ignore them. Which Truly. is the wild part about all of this. One day, all of the children that are going through what they're going through right now and processing literally historical babies. moments every 6 mo- every 6 minutes, they're going to need therapy. I, Talk to your oh my kids God, so much. Love your kids, hold your kids because the amount of craziness that has been thrown their way in the last year 
we are approaching a year anniversary of this quarantine shit. And what we don't need is like to watch the freaking country that's already fragile as hell, like destabilize in front of our very eyes because I'm, I'm always thinking, well, where the hell I'm gonna go? Cause I don't have a dual, I don't have dual citizenship. Like I don't own a gun. Like what I'm gonna do? Like challenge somebody to, a, to like a sword fight with a fork. Like, I don't like, I, Girl. I didn't think <laughs> like, dang, but it's always crazy because when white people, when white people fight for their alleged freedom and fight against oppression, y'all put a hip hop beat on it and throw some multi multicultural artist in it and call it Hamilton. But when black people fight against oppression and atrocity, y'all call it vicious, vile, and y'all call it hateful. And I just don't understand. Divisive. Y'all call it divisive. Y'all call <laughs> Which it divisive. is like, bro. <laughs> and I say that because y'all y'all want to say that this isn't who we are. This country was founded based on white people's temper tantrum because they they thought they knew more and they wanted more than what they were given. So they literally staged a coup (laughs) in order to form this quote unquote more perfect union which is the bullshit that we are dealing with now and i'm not saying Mm -hmm. that you know there's there's there are far worse places that i could be than the united states of america let me make that very clear but however we can do better and by we, I mean y'all, because it's not black people's job to fix this shit. Mm-hmm. Call your racist auntie. Listen, I'm gonna need all of the sh- all of the Sharons to talk to the Karens. Okay, do it now. That's my charge. If you a Sharon and you somehow stumbled across this podcast, talk <laughs> to the Karens. If you a Todd, talk to the Tims. Let them know that they got some mess to clean up. Right. Because the telling part of this entire thing that represents the soul of this nation and who America is as a country is that after white people literally staged a coup, uh, failed, caused a whole bunch of issues, five people died black and brown poor people had to come back into the capital and clean up after them if that doesn't represent who america Mm. is as a nation i I don't know what does and so to anybody who lives in the capital be safe be careful Um, it's a lot going on and let's just get to January 20th without a hitch. Like I literally every day I'm just like, can we just not like, I don't need any more breaking news. I'm tired. This is stupid. Is that pretty much how you've been feeling? Yeah. I'm just tired. We have a lot of work to do. So I'm just trying to save my energy 
hopefully we can get to the 20th so that we can start making some real advancements toward change. Right. But, you know, if shit continues to be how it is, I wouldn't be surprised either because (laughs) that's who we are. At this point. That's who we've been. And the only way to get to the promised land is if we do something different than what we've ever done for sure and that's all i gotta say so with that i want to wrap up this episode by saying happy new year protect your energy and protect your space i think for toby and i our sustainability shawty and affirmation for this episode is breathe yeah breathe because so much is getting thrown at you at once and it could feel very overwhelming especially because seeing that on the news can be scary we thank you for rocking with us happy new year and with that being said that wraps up episode 11 of emotionally unavailable bye y'all bye